And welcome to episode 8 of The Other Bremen Show. We got a really good one coming up for you. I am talking with my friend Michael, who runs an Instagram page, at next underscore Rich Eisen. He also is launching a podcast in the near future, which as soon as it comes up, I will let you know about it. Definitely be sure to listen to that, because that's going to be pretty good. Um, But this was a great episode to make. In my opinion, the best episode I've made so far. Um... In terms of content, in terms of um, just facts, in terms of entertainment, I mean, this is probably number one. Um, so much fun to make. I hope you listen to it. I hope, I, mean, I hope you listen to all of it because it really was fun for me to make. And that's all. Oh, and um, I mentioned at the beginning that you guys just listened to a 14-minute segment about the top 100. I had to cut that out because this interview went really long. And you'll get my thoughts on the top 100 when the list is completely done. So, with that being said, enjoy episode 8 of The Other Berman Show. Okay, we have Michael here who runs an Instagram. The next, uh, his Instagram is at next underscore Rich Eisen. And him and our friend, uh, Andrew, who will be on the show on Saturday. He does not know that yet. I'm going to tell him tomorrow. But... He will be joining me on Saturday, and very soon they'll be starting their own podcast. Do you know what you guys are going to call it yet or no? Uh, no, we, we have not come up with a name yet. Okay. So, we'll get that, and when it starts, uh, I've already been told that I will be on it for an episode, so definitely listen to that episode in particular when it comes out. Yeah. But, um, we're going to get things started. Um, we have a list of things we want to talk about, but we're probably not going to hit them all. We're going to try to, though. Yeah. First okay. is some breaking news that literally happened to cut within the last couple minutes. Um, Tennessee Titans safety Kevin Kevin Byard has just agreed to a, I believe it's five year extension. Five year, yeah. With the uh, Titans, he is now the highest paid safety in the league, meaning highest in the history. That doesn't even matter anymore. Highest paid in the league. So, what do you think about this extension? I I, I like um, it. I like it. I uh, I think the Titans. Uh, I think that he is one of the, their best players, one of the better safeties in the NFL, and I think he's one definitely one of the most. I think he's one. Of, he's the most underrated safety in the NFL because I agree with that. He's always at the top um, uh, with, with interceptions, but and all that, but he never gets like recognition or at least enough recognition. So to, for him being the highest paid safety in the NFL, I think he deserves it because he gets the most interceptions. Absolutely, that's his way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll disagree at some point. I can guarantee you that. I've seen yeah. his Instagram. I will definitely disagree. But in this case, I don't disagree. I think this is a great move by Tennessee. I think it's very well deserved. Yeah. One of the best safeties in the league. We're yet to see him on the top 100. We'll see him at some point. I can guarantee you that much. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, he's not there yet. We've gone through, I think, it's the, 100 through 81, I think. Yeah, right? they're actually revealing um, 80 through 71 as we speak. Oh. They're doing it daily now instead of every week for some reason. Oh. Yeah, really? so, yeah they're all going to be done in like the 31st. They're doing it just day to, like, back to back to back days. I, I couldn't believe Eric Weddle was on there. Yeah, well. What you don't know is I actually have a 14 minute segment right before you of talking about every um, person on the list so far, and now it's you, but they yeah. just listen to my thoughts on every single player so far on the list. Yeah. Other than 80 through 71. <laughs> But, um, all right, next up is big, big news came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know about you, but I heard none of this. Mike Daniels, Pro Bowl D lineman, um, all pro guy. Um, I I mean, this came as a huge shocker. Seven time, yeah, seven time Pro Bowler gets cut. I mean, he has a lot of, he does have a bigger contract, but. Yeah, and. Like they've been trying to trade him because he's very valuable. Yeah, that that is that get, is what they were saying. They didn't get the offer they wanted, but that's what you get for paying your quarterback so much, right? Yeah, I, I mean it's you, just all your other stars gotta get paid too, but you can't pay them, right? So it's, you know you're gonna have to cut some of your best players. But that's what happens. Even though Mike Daniels had a good value, he's getting older and. Um, uh, teams just didn't have that offer that the Packers like when they had. They were forced to cut him. Um, and I-, I liked Mike Daniels, and 
my friend's a Packers fan, and Mike Daniels is one of his favorite players. And, um, like, you have to let go. Like, um, they couldn't afford him, so they had to do what they had to do. I, I'm sad that he's no longer, like, on an NFL team until someone's... Oh, he him. will be. Yeah, I do think, I do think he's going to In be fact, uh, Mike Garofolo actually said that he has already had seven offers. Yeah, 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 like, and... I'm He'll be sure, on a team by the end of the week. Yes, I, I think so, too. By the time you, my next podcast on Saturday, by the time then, I think he'll be on a team. Yeah, me too. Um, I, actually, I think, I'm afraid, I think he might go to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah there are reports like, saying that Cleveland's very I, interested. I, there, I He does have some connections with the Browns. Uh, they wanted McCoy, and I have a feeling they really, they're going to go all out for... Um, uh, oh, by the way, Davis. Ravens fans, do not get excited. We are not going to get him. I am telling you right now, don't get excited. If you, Hey, Ravens, prove me wrong, but it's not going to happen. What's not going to happen? We're not going to sign him. Oh, Mike Daniels? Yes. I wish we would, but the Ravens yeah. are just not going to I'm, I'm just saying, because I have some friends who are Ravens fans. Every time a yeah, superstar gets cut... No, I'm, say, I'm saying some of my friends in particular. Seriously, get get oh, Ravens are gonna get Ravens. No, no, we're not gonna yeah. get Mike Daniels. It's not gonna happen. When Gerald McCoy got cut, like we, no, that, we, was, that was a, that was, was a difference. There was different yeah, there. We actually yeah, had a chance. We actually had a. We actually with had a chance. Yeah, but I was like checking so hard. I was like, and and yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna be surprised if we don't get him though because I don't even think we're. I don't think we have that much to do to begin with. And honestly, our front seven doesn't need. Yeah, and I think we're we're uh, stacked in terms of defensive tackles go, and we might have to like let go of some people, maybe trade some yeah, people. Yeah, we we already might need to get rid of a couple guys. So, like Michael Pierce, for example, we're gonna need to trade him because he's gonna want a really big contract next year. No, you know who we and gotta trade? We gotta trade Brandon Williams. Yeah, I would want to trade. I want to trade Brandon Williams. He's overpaid. He's getting old. Michael Pierce has already taken his job. I want Brandon Williams out of here. I like him, well, but we need him out of here. I would feel bad. He just named his daughter Raven. Oh, really? So that'd just be weird. That'd be awkward. <laughs> uh, shout out, another shout out to BT Camps. Uh, when he came, uh, he came to BT Camps a couple years ago, and he actually got stuck on a water slide. Oh. Yeah. It was the first year the water slide, that water slide opened, too. <laughs> and I think right now Michael Pierce put on a ton of weight. Now he did. We'll, we'll see what happens with Michael Pierce. Value. Yeah. Hopefully he can come back. He's he's an incredible player. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of big okay. guys getting in trouble, Taylor Lewan. Four game suspension. He was oh, I watched his apology. Uh, I did video. too. It wasn't the media that reported it. He just put it out. I watched it on Instagram. He was so sorry. He actually got emotional. He started crying. He was apologizing to the fans about how he's missing the first four games, apologizing what he what he does about his choices, and he's definitely one of the better and undervalued, um, well, under underrated um, offensive linemen in the league. In my opinion. Everybody, every course, star player so, on Tennessee is going to be underrated. It's just how it works in the Titans. Oh, by the way, Kevin Byron's deal was uh, five years, seventy and a half million. Yeah, I just saw that. Thirty-one million guaranteed. Yeah. Man. Here's something crazy. Kevin Byard did not receive an invite to the Combine. Since then, he's played all 48 of his 48 eligible games. Since he's been a starter, nobody has more interceptions than he does in the last two years. He has yeah, played, and he led the league in interceptions last yeah. year. He, now it's two years ago. He has 99.7 of his team's deep... Sorry, 99.7% of the Titans' defensive snaps since 2017, he has been on the field for. Yep. Yep. He deserves this. Absolutely. A phenomenal yep. player. All right, but back to Luan. Yes, Luan. So, more Titans. Same team. Bad news. I mean, we'll see what happens. He's a guy that, by the way, if you don't, if you never heard him on TV, he is hilarious. He really is funny. I, every year on the top 100, actually, I love listening to his like opinions on guys. He's just so funny. He really is. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to our next topic. 
Um, next one is Zion Williamson signing with Jordan. He's got hops. He, he could dog. He's like the new face of Jordan. He's exactly like Oh, he is the new face of Jordan. Yeah. Jordan's happy. Zion's yeah. happy. Yeah. And boy, Zion's better be happy. He signed a seven-year, $75 million contract with Jordan yeah. Brand. And apparently that wasn't even his biggest offer. That is insanity. Who is his biggest offer? I, might, I don't know. They didn't announce that yet. But that's insane. Zion with Jordan. I like the fit. I'm not a shoe guy. Yeah, but me, me too. I don't really like, buy those shoes, but I think Zion's perfect. I, I, it does seem him, it just, him and Jordan brand, it just, it just seems well. It seems good. Yeah, they connect because yeah. Zion can be done. All right. How about this one? We only got two more topics in the Q&A, and then we can just talk. But Zeke and Melvin Gordon, what do we think about these guys holding out? Um, uh, I... Personally, I want to start with Melvin Gordon here. So I, Melvin Gordon, it's a risk paying him a lot. So I would pay him. I wouldn't make him the highest paid running back, but I would definitely pay him because right now I want to throw out um, like five or six names that are getting paid more than him in average annual salary because he's getting paid two point six seven million dollars. Is he still on a rookie deal? Annual. Um, Isn't he still on the rookie deal? I'm not sure. My guess is that he is. Because if he is, yeah, he is still a rookie deal because... But he should get paid because he's getting paid less than Raheem Mozart, Mike Davis, Jalen Richard, Rex Burkhead, Duke Johnson, and Lamar Miller. And all those, except for Lamar Miller, are backup running backs. Yeah, and Lamar Miller's overrated. Actually, all of those are third string running backs except for Lamar Miller. Yeah, and, and Lamar Miller's not going to... I'm telling you right now, Lamar Miller's going to be a backup by the end of this year. Dante Foreman is going to take over. There's five third-string running backs that are not very good, especially Raheem Mostert and Mike Davis. Hey, hey don't sleep on Duke Johnson. Don't sleep on Duke Johnson, I'll tell you that. He is going to be on a new team at some point because yeah. he is not a happy Duke Johnson, that is for sure. He's and actually, he reported to Brown's uh, training camp. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm shocked he did. He was, I'm, I was also I was extremely surprised. Apparently, they... they Freddie Kitchen said that he ha- they're preparing a big role for him. My only question is how. I, I would do that too. Maybe. No, no. I yeah. I'm with he's you. He's raising his value by showing up to camp by putting his all his effort into as much as he can. He's raising like that. He's he's just making his just. And for Duke Johnson, amazing. The yeah. first eight games for Duke Johnson, that's a tryout for all 32 teams, because for the first eight weeks of the season, it'll be him and Nick Chubb. But once Kareem Hunt comes back come week nine, he'll be buried on that depth chart. So by the those first eight those first eight um, games, that's a tryout for all thirty-two teams to show what he's got. Because once Kareem Hunt comes back, it's gonna be Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and Duke Johnson's gonna get buried. All right. Um oh, how did this is not on the list of things I wanted to bring up, but did oh, you see um we're gonna come on Zeke or... Oh yeah, Zeke Zeke. Go Zeke oh, first. So I just wanna say Zeke said he'd hold out of training camp unless he gets a new contract. I said for Melvin Gordon that he does not deserve to be the highest paid player uh, running back in the NFL. But Ezekiel Elliott one hundred percent deserves to be the highest paid Agreed. player in the NFL because from his stats, I'm just gonna read you a couple or I'm just gonna tell you where he ranks in the NFL. Uh, he is the best running back in the NFL because since his rookie year, oh. since his rookie year in 2016, he has first in total touches, first in scrimmage yards per game, first in rushing yards per game, tied second in rushing touchdowns, uh, and he's the tenth highest paid back. But he is coming off his rookie deal, so. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He deserves to be 100% the highest paid running back in the NFL. I agree with that last point that he deserves to be the highest paid running back in the NFL, but he is not the best running back in the NFL. Uh, according to these stats, who's better? Uh, I put Saquon ahead of him. I put Alvin Kamara ahead of him. Uh, well, we have to see what Alvin Kamara can do without Mark Ingram because right now he's pretty much... I mean, they're not going to put that much weight on his shoulders because they're going to try to pass more. 
Kamara's a great receiving back. Kamara and... Definitely, and McCaffrey's a good receiver. McCaffrey's the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but still, the things I just read you, it's exactly what you want from a running back. And if he's first in every category, you can make the case he is the great and best running back in the NFL right now. Oh, you can make the case. I just don't think he is. I'd put him number two or number three. Don't get me wrong. I, I love him. I mean, off the field, he's definitely not. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't proved. That's the thing. I mean, yeah. on the field, but do the Cowboys trust that he can stay out of trouble? If he can't stay out of trouble, if he can stay out of trouble, I give him that deal. I don't give him that deal until he can prove to uh, he can prove to you that he can stay out of trouble. And if he can, the Cowboys might even cut him, like to make room. But they should probably trade him because they can get a buttload of first round picks. Oh yeah. Two. Two to three, like the two first round picks probably, and uh, a second round pick. Speaking of wanting money, did you see what Jalen Ramsey did today? Oh yeah, he came in one of those arms. Yeah, Brinks truck. Came in the megaphone, talking about how he's gonna get his money. I love and it. If he struggles with off the field issues, because he has, he has attitude issues. He's yeah. funny. He's hilarious, but he just went. You know who he reminds me of? In terms of, I'm not comparing him on the field. I'm talking off the field. You know who he reminds me of? Deion Sanders? Ah, you got it. Yep, yeah. Dion. He reminds me a lot of Dion. He reminds me of him, too, because he's right now playing like the best corner. I league. mean, that's a tall order, Deion Sanders. But, yeah, no, he is He is an incredible corner. And he can, he can, like, a lot of value there if the Jaguars are concerned about him off the field. A lot of trade value there also. Oh, I think they will trade him. First round picks. I think yeah, they I think will that, trade him. By the end of this year, I think it I agree. Not to mention they overpaid. They overpaid uh, Nick Foles big time, the most overrated oh, quarterbacks definitely. in the NFL. Definitely. Definitely. And there's no debate that Nick Foles is the most overrated quarterback in the yeah. NFL. Um, now they also got to pay Yannick Ngakwe, who's holding out. Oh, yeah. Super underrated. is incredible. He's one of the best, uh, at, at, like, sacks. He's one of the best, like, he's, he's Forced fumbles. Up there in sacks. Forced fumbles. Beast. Yeah, fumbles, sacks. He's always there. Up there. I mean, Telvin Smith retires, so there's a guy. He didn't retire. He's just not going to play this year. Mm, I don't think he's going to play. If he's just, if he's randomly decided not to play, I wouldn't bet on him coming back. B.J. Raji said the same thing a couple years ago about how he wasn't retiring. He was just taking a year off. Yeah, he never came back. I don't think Jay, I don't think Telvis Smith's going to come back either. Um, okay. All right, last point before we, gotta get to the, before we go to the Q&A. Um, it was just announced the Ravens are putting Ladarius Webb, Vontae Leach, and Willis McGahee will all be signing one-day deals with the Ravens to officially retire as Ravens. Vontae Leach and I thought Vontae Leach was retired. Like, no, 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 guys, like oh, like coming out of retirement. Uh, uh, it's official, right? Like Willis McGay, he hasn't played since 2012. Yeah, and Vontae Leach hasn't played since 2014, right? Right. 14. So around then, use check forced him out. Never retired. Yeah, He's Webby just, never retired. Webby, I've met. I counted it up. Um, actually, the other day, yesterday, I've met 72 football players, current and former. Wow. Ladarius Webb is up there with one of the nicest players I've ever met. I've met, um, I, I've met Vontae Leach. Yeah, I, I actually wore his Super Bowl ring. I fist bumped his Super Bowl ring. I, like, fist bumped him while he was in the Super Bowl ring. That counts. That's cool. So I touched him. But yeah, definitely shout out to Ladarius Webb. Very, very yeah. nice guy. Um, so anything, anything you want to talk about here? We, 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 got, we got some uh, kind of boring breaking news. It is breaking news, but Raiders fullback yep. Keith Smith suffered a knee, knee injury in training camp. He's going to be out a few weeks, according to Ian Rappaport. They might sign a fullback. Yeah, whatever. They might sign a fullback, yeah. But the, at the, I mean, there's not very good fullbacks available. There's not very many good fullbacks, period, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Keith Smith. He's not even a fullback. He's a tight end. Uh, 
fullback. No, he's gonna play fullback. He's, he is oh, a tight end though. Yeah. Oh, the Raiders' tight end situation after losing Jared Cook. You know who they're gonna start at tight end, and as the Ravens. Darren Waller, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God help the Raiders. Yeah. Hard Doc is going to be so much fun with them. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't either. Hard Doc is going to be amazing. Oh, man. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that is really fun. Think about, do you watch All or Nothing? Uh, I watched the first season, the original season. I watched a couple episodes in the second one, but it's pretty much a rip-off of Hard Yeah, but it's, I like it because like it's the whole season. Yeah. The new yeah. one just came out with the Panthers. I've watched it, two it, episodes. It was, the, it was the Panthers last season, right? Yeah. See, what I like about Hard Knocks is the episodes come out on Tuesday, right? And the games are, like, on the previous Thursday, so I'm on Friday, right? So yeah. they have it during the preseason, but it happens right away. So you can just see the Raiders, like, training camp and preseason going on right after it happens. Well, because the, the thing is, like, you don't want stuff like that that they have on all or nothing. It's more like... Of a good look, you get to see more stuff, and they don't want that stuff out until the season's over. Yeah. Because sometimes there's some turmoil they show, but they don't want to show that until the season's over. Yeah, like, when Jeff Fisher or whatever his name is got fired, <laughs> they were on uh, All or Nothing. He had to, like, it, it, was, it was, it was, I actually, I, I laughed watching that, uh, cause he was like, hey guys, uh, we've had some good seasons, I'm no longer gonna be your Great coach. season, and seven and nine, eight and yeah, eight, great seasons. He's one of the worst, worst head coaches of all time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he, he didn't win a Super Bowl, right? He lost one. Right? No, he lost one. Eddie George uh, carried him. Steve McNair. Good defense anyway. as well. Um, oh, we got to do the Q&A. Q&A. All right, so we only have three questions to get to, but so I'm going to have to remind you guys, follow me on Instagram at The Other Berman Show. I am going, I drop a question on my story every single day. I mean, every, every single um, day of or day before I film, you drop your questions. I will answer your question on the podcast and give your Instagram a shout out. So drop some questions. We only have three to get to, but... Um, the first one is from at M1112, Max11. He says, who is the most overrated player in the NFL right now? And I think it's Nick Foles. Overrated? Overrated in the NFL right now, I would say Nick Foles. He's Probably gonna go with Nick Foles and Foles. Ryan Fitzpatrick is overhyped. Uh, over they hyped. call him Fitzception. And, and Fitzmagic and and uh, yeah yeah I'm gonna go with Foles. Um, yeah. All right at Brady underscore Six he says who is a good rookie to look out for next season? Not picked in the first round of the NFL draft this year so. Second round or later. Um, can I start? Yeah, you can start this one. So I don't know about this year, but he's definitely going to develop. I'm not trying to be biased. There's a couple people also, like Bryce Love, for example, someone to definitely look out for. Cause I, I agree. Coming out of Stanford, and, uh, and I think he it's a good fit with him in D.C., and he's learning under Adrian Peterson, who's like the best person to learn from. But Jalen Ferguson, oh, yeah. defensive end, we are unbiased on the other Berman show, but I agree. He was. He was. Coming into the draft. Coming into the draft. My favorite player in the whole draft. Me too. Whole draft. I like him more than literally anyone. Not a single person. He was number one. He was number one. Number one by far. Now, better than Marquise Brown. Actually, I, I like A.J. Brown more than Marquise Brown coming, out of, coming into the draft. But Marquise hmm. Brown was second. I love Marquise Brown. I love the pick. Um, I didn't think he was gonna fall for us. Being honest, who Hollywood or Zach yeah, guy? Hollywood, Hollywood. Uh, uh, or Ford, or Ford, because we didn't have a second round pick. But 
I mean, I don't regret giving up our second round pick because look what we got. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got Lamar. But I didn't. I was shocked. It was a miracle Ferguson fell close. Because did you know he was definitely the most underrated player in the draft? Because, you know, he had he has, he has the record for the most. Yeah, he broke. Won. You know whose record he broke, though? He broke Terrell Suggs. I think the Ravens were a perfect fit for him. And, like, you know, he had more sacks than, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Bosa and Allen and Williams. Any player, ever. Ever, yeah. He In the history sacks. of college football. He had more sacks than LT. So, you know, next LT. All about that. Let's not, let's not get crazy. I know. I know. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But um, I'm just saying, watch out for him. Definitely. Uh, I like, on the offensive side, I like a guy like David Montgomery. Um, in Chicago. Um, I like... I think Drew Locke could be good. I like Will Greer. Um, Drew Locke's not going to play. Will Greer's not going to play. Drew Locke might play. No, no, no. I'm Will talking, I'm talking down play. the line. Like the way you said Bryce Love. I'm talking down the line. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I, I can see, but... If we're going short term, I, I would have to agree with Jalen Ferguson. We might not see Will Greer play for the next couple of years, though. Keep in mind, he is under Cam Newton right now. And ah, I don't know if Cam's going to play this year. Why is Cam not going to play this? His so shoulder hard. injury is very similar to Andrew Luck. Yeah, he is healthy. He will start week one. That's definite. But if he re-injures it, I think he only will have a couple more years left in his career. Early retirement, one of those kind of like what Zach, Zach Orr did. All right. By the way, Zach Orr is the linebackers coach now. He's the head linebackers coach. No, he's head. They promoted him when they put Wink and Shari. When they made um, Wink Martindale the DC, they promoted Zach Orr to be the linebackers coach. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, last one from Brandon Lenefeld at BBL underscore CEO. Best defense in the NFL next season. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, see what I did there? I did. Um, I like two defenses. Uh, well, I'm not trying to be biased, but I think, I know some people think the Ravens, like, degress, but I actually think they improved. Oh, no, they'll um, have a top five defense. Uh, but, uh, but I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers because their Ooh. secondary is amazing. Right, one of the best secondaries in the league. Pass rush is amazing, and that's what you need, right? So, you know, their defense is pretty much set. They got amazing Pro Bowl. They got Joe Bosa, Melvin, Melvin Ingram, right? And they got Derwin James and, and Desmond King and uh, Hayward and you know a couple more guys. So, did you I say Melvin Ingram? What? Did you say Melvin Ingram? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But that was part of the pass rush. I know. I, I was just wondering if you said it. And then they just got the, the, the first round, Jerry Tillery out of Notre Dame. I forgot about him. Also a pass rusher. Yeah, the DT. He's a, no, he's a no, isn't he a nose tackle, though? Um, yeah, but they can still pass rush, right? Yeah. They can still get stopped. I mean, they can, but it, that's not really his job. But no, I think I'm in Chicago. I mean, Khalil Mack, obviously. Leonard Floyd is great. Um, Ed Roquan Smith there. And yeah, Fuller, Eddie Jackson. Jackson Kyle Jackson. Fuller. Clinton Dix is now there. Yeah, Ha-Ha's right. there. Yeah, there. Adrian Amos. No, Amos went to Green Bay. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I got him and Ha-Ha uh, mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, Ha-Ha played for Green Bay. Yeah. So I probably see why you were. Um, but yeah, their defense is also. Roster-wise, Chargers. No, the Chargers, Chargers have a good Ravens, defense. I just think number Bears. one, Chicago. Not to mention at D.C., Chuck Pagano. Another yeah. person actually met. I actually ran around. He's on my plane on the way to the Hall of Fame last year. Yeah. But um, Pagano, um, as our D- as the DC in Chicago, I think I would take him as a DC over Gus Bradley. So, not that Gus Bradley's a bad DC, but I would have to say Chicago. And hey, don't I, I, the Ravens are up there too, but not number one. Um. All right, that's everything I want to talk about, but, like, hey, we got plenty of time. We can talk about anything you want. Like, Gus Bradley is good. What? Wait, he's, the, he's the Chargers. DC. Gus Bradley is the uh, Chargers, D.C. Yeah, okay. Do we have other topics, or is that it? I mean, that's all we... I, I, I mean, 
I, that's everything I like had that I wanted to bring up, but like yeah. we can talk about anything you want. Like, um, actually, Mike Daniels. There's a couple things I um did bring up with Daniels, like with him in Green Bay. That defense, he was kind of a leader on that defense. Who is gonna have to? And Clay Matthews, another guy, a leader on the defense. He's gone too. Who is gonna have to step up in that role? Maybe a guy like Blake Martinez. Yeah. Uh, Martinez um, is a middle linebacker. That, that's but, got... Uh, he's he's going to step up because... Uh, what's his name? Jake Ryan is on the Jaguars now. Yeah. So, not that he was any good to begin with. He was. He was their starting linebacker. Nah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean he's any good. Matt Elon was a starting safety for a while. Well, yeah, but Jack, Jake Ryan was pretty good, though. He, he was okay. Who do you think is the most... Random question. Most underrated player in the league. Okay, we had most overrated player. Who do you think is most underrated player? Any offensive lineman. Any specific offensive? <laughs> I mean, Quentin Nelson, in my opinion, was the best rookie in the NFL last year, but he didn't get any votes for it, obviously. Quentin Nelson, I think, is rated. He was rated the best rookie offensive lineman. He was a Pro Bowler. He was uh, no, no. I'm just saying. I, I'm just bringing him up because I think he was the best. He was the best rookie in the NFL last year. He had a better year than Saquon, but no, obviously no one voted for him for rookie no, year because no, he's. A- he did not. No, Saquon, one hundred percent. Saquon had a good year. Baker. If Lamar would have played the whole year, I think he would have definitely been an offensive rookie of the year candidate. No. What? He played. He played. He won. Did you see him in that first game? He was barely ready to play in week nine. He played in week one. He wouldn't have made it the whole year. He played in week one. No, 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 no. I'm saying started at week one. Yeah, but he went six and two. Well, one in the regular Yeah, season. no, he did. But, like, no, but he got better as the season went on. If he had, he was barely ready to play when they threw him under the fire. If he, like, he was not even close to ready to start at week one. So I disagree with that. He wasn't ready yet. Okay. Uh, so do you want me? Do you want me to tell you my uh, um, my most underrated uh, player? Yeah. Okay. Are you in there? Hello, Michael. Um, we've seemed to lose lose Michael here. Um. I think he, yo, he hung up. Uh, he might have like lost batteries. Um, hold on, we're gonna try and get him back. But while we get him back, this is a uh, fairly unedited show here on the other Berman show. We're gonna try and get Michael back. Um, he is back. All right, Michael, who is the most underrated player in the NFL? You have everyone on the edge of their seats. <clears throat> oh, oh, Wait, did you hear what I was saying about? No, only, you. Only, oh. Did I get cut off? You got completely cut off. Who's the most underrated player in the NFL? Oh, okay. Can, 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 I, can you guess? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something about it. Okay. So all he does is win, okay? Tim Tebow. No. <laughs> okay. All he does is win. He's a great passer. He's athletic. He's care- He's more or less carrying his team. He's getting some help. He's, 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 he's won in the regular season. He's... And he's, he's, won, he's won in the playoffs before. Drew Brees? He gets way too much hate. Way too much hate. Way, way Rodgers? No. What, who's one of the most hated quarterbacks in the NFL that wins? Jack? Yes. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, underrated. Eli Manning's underrated. Whoa! Eli Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying Eli's underrated all time or underrated right now? Right now. I think what? Eli Whoa! He's you think yeah. he's still good? I think he's still good. I don't think he was ever bad, ever, not ever in his career. Did he have a point that he was? No, bad. you're right. He wasn't bad until now. He's he been bad the last bad. two years. I think Daniel Jones will turn out better than Kyler Murray. I think Daniel Jones will win a Super Bowl. Wow! I think Daniel Jones will be the next Eli Manning. And Eli Manning, listen to me. The only reason they didn't do so well is because. Well, he didn't really have, like, experienced wide receivers. Oh, no, 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 no. So, the receivers he had to throw to, and they weren't, like, great. Like, Odell, you can throw in there, Ingram, Shepard. 
But all of them, they all what they all have in common is in the NFL, they've all been catching passes from the same person. And I think that's the reason they are good. Because of Eli Manning. And Eli Manning has taught him. And I think Daniel Jones is the exact replica of Eli Manning. Because when you watch him throw and you watch him play, he looks like Eli Manning. It's like, it's, it's funny. It's like weird that they actually drafted him. You're right about that. I'm going to give you that. Eli Manning enters the very similar games. But right now, Eli Manning is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. No, no way. Not at all. Who is a worst starting quarterback right now? Hmm, Who? Let's see. Uh, well, Carson Wentz hasn't proved that he can stay healthy. I'm not saying Carson Wentz. Okay. I was about to lose it. I was about to lose it. No, Dalton's better than Eli right now. Um, Eli's like Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but right now, right now, he is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not. He's, and I think uh, I don't want to say Derek Carr, but no way. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo is worse than Eli what? Manning. What? Uh, we haven't yeah. seen Garoppolo yet. Oh, we we. He's won a couple games, and he had a terrible injury. And exactly. Let's see what happens when he's healthy. He's going to turn out. He was healthy. He was healthy to start. He had an absolutely. He had the dumbest injury. Injuries are usually not dumb. His injury was actually dumb as he literally put his leg out on the sideline. He tore his ACL. Yeah, and it was his fault. 100% his fault. Okay. What's your point? My point is that... I think he turn, he's gonna turn out like one of like he, he already he didn't win that year he was one and one when he got hurt. I understand he was six and zero. say six and zero. I understand he was six and zero in his first um in his first season in his first season in, in San Francisco, right? He, he beat the Jaguars and that Jaguars defense was incredible. No, no, he beat the Jaguars. What was it like week sixteen, week seventeen? Yeah. That game, what was week 17, week 16? 16. The Jaguars that game. The Jaguars beat the Bortles. They pretty much benched their starters because they clinched the playoff spot and they clinched the division, right? No. At that point. No. They didn't clinch it until week 17. They didn't clinch the division? Nope. But they clinched the playoff spot. They clinched the playoff spot, but not the division. They, cl- they, they were already resting their players for the playoffs, which was a good move because they went really far. In the not defensively, they weren't. What? Defensively, they weren't what? They weren't mentioning their guys. Jalen Ramsey played in that game. Yes, he said. Yeah. AJ Boye played in that game. Did you send out the schedule? I didn't know you were. All right. But, like, wh- who did Garoppolo even have to pass to in that game? Like, and then the running, like, hold on. Let me just pull up the stats for that game. Who were who, who the receivers for the 49ers in that game? Marquise Goodwin? Yeah. Um... I mean, Kittle, before he was George Kittle? Uh, no, he was not very good before he was George Kittle. That's my point. My point is, is George Kittle before he was George Kittle. Meaning Garoppolo was won that game with been- bad receivers. You're proving my point. My, the point is, Garoppolo was able to win even with receivers like that. That is the point. But yeah, absolutely, Garoppolo is. He he's way better than Eli is. Way better. Eli is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now, and there is no doubt about that. He'll be a Hall of Famer, but he is definitely the worst starting quarterback in the league right now. Are you there, Michael? Michael, we can't hear you again. Yeah, hold on. Sorry, oh, you're back. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to check the stats for that game, and I. I uh... Whatever. We're past that. We're past that. Ah, here we go. Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, okay. 242 yards, two touchdowns. Matt Breida, 74 yards. Kyle Juszczyk at 74 you. yards. You! He was their top receiver. Oh, Bortles played. See? And it was in, it was in San Francisco. You're trying to tell me that Levi's Stadium is a home field advantage? Yeah. Mmm. 
Let's see. They beat the Titans, Texans, beat the Bears by one point, lost to the Seahawks. And that's what they did when Garoppolo's quarterback. So they only, they didn't have that hard of a schedule. I guess they got lucky with, uh, with the, for, with the, uh, we'll see, we will see this season Jimmy Garoppolo prove you wrong. He is way better than Eli is right now. Eli is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He will be benched by week five, week six. I think that uh, people are saying that the Giants will have the worst record in the NFL. I think the Giants go. No. I think they go 5 11 this year. I have to say, I have him around 5 11. I, I, I think. I think Eli Manning is going to improve. Safe on Barkley. I think he's gonna have a good year. I, I think. Uh, By the way, where are you? What? Where are you? Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll be. He's gonna be right back. He has some technical difficulties. I don't really know where he is, but. Um. I, I don't honestly. I don't know what he's talking about right here. Eli Manning is absolutely the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. No, he's not. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's gone. But, um... No, I'm here. Alright, you good? Okay. So, no, but I have I have the Giants at number 31 in my power rankings. I have Miami worse than them. Why is Miami worse than them? No, I'm saying I think Miami's worse than them. Why? Have you seen that team? What is... I have seen that team. And I have seen the fact that that team has David... I agree, but he's in the wrong system. He's not going to succeed in Miami's system. They have skills. They got Kenyon Drake. I see that in Miami. I do not see, like, I mean, I guess they're one of the worst teams, but. Nah, they don't have it all together. Brian Flores is a. Brian Flores made that. That higher Brian Flores made that team worse. No, no, that made it better. What do you mean, Brian Flores? Bill Belichick was a DC. Not Brian Flores. Brian Flores. No, Brian Flores is the title of DC. No, what? Look what is? Look what he did with the Patriots defense. He improved. He he made them better because. Weren't they like one of the worst defenses in the league statistically last year? But did they go to the Super Bowl? Did they go to the Super Bowl the year before? Did they go to the Super Bowl the year before that? The Patriots have been in the Super Bowl the last three years in a row. And and uh, when it mattered most, the defense could, uh, the, their defense... Um, I know, uh, they did. But you're trying to tell me that was because of Brian Flores? Yeah. Not Bill Belichick. Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Mm. I think it was a great hire. Well, I mean, we saw how well Matt Patricia turned out in Detroit. Well, I... I wait, Brian Flores is the linebacker's coach, wasn't he? No. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian Flores had made, you know, the Dante Hightower, Dante Hightower, the Kyle Van Noy, Kyle Van Noy. Van Noy's not that good. I mean, he's pretty good. He's okay. He wants to be good. I mean, like, we'll see. We will see. Like, I think this Flores hire is not good. I mean, it's all speculation. We'll see this season. But yeah, yeah no. We'll I, see. I mean, yeah, hey, on the other side of it, I was very high on the Adam Gase hire when Miami hired him. That didn't turn out well. So it was the opposite yeah, on their new I head coach. Think, and I don't think it's gonna turn out well in New York. But as an Adam, oh, Gase I don't either. Hates Bill. Hates Bill. So I would probably put the Jets at thirty-two. Whoa. Maybe. No way. I mean, I guess. I got the Jets at twenty-one. I think. It, uh, Dolphins will go five eleven. I think the worst team in the AFC this coming year. Um, I predicted the schedule. I think they have a more or less hard schedule. They're Oakland Raiders. Uh, yeah, I got them. Talking about young. I got them at twenty nine. Oakland is gonna be twenty nine. Yeah, and yeah, o- Oakland's gonna be real bad. They're gonna have the worst record in the league, but I'm at twenty nine. It's and power. I not, not, not power ratings. This is not all my predictions. Right. They're going to pick, like, fourth next year. Oh, yeah, no, they'll probably have the number one pick. It's just not, like, they could have the number one overall pick, but that's not what and I'm doing. I did, I was on this website, Playoff Predictor. Oh, yeah, I, I've been on that ACM. website since 2015. I did that thing, right, that I predicted the season, and I am, 
I personally, I my slat my thirty two seed in the NFL is the Minnesota Vikings, and that's only because eight times this year they play winning teams. And Kirk Cousins against winning teams absolutely terrible. Well, let me tell you this. I got I got Minnesota at 27. I agree. I think Minnesota is going to take a huge step down this year. They're going to have a huge rug, but they're going to go down soon. I think they will. I agree. I don't know about tanking for two but I would maybe trade that first pick if they get it. Well, other than other than Joe Namath. And I have losing to the Giants when they played in week five in New York. Who, Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I love, I love upsets, and this is like Jaguars last year, right? You know, they had one of the best defenses. But I think if anyone's going to be like Jaguars, it's the Bears, because Bears are the best defense last year, Jaguars are the best defense, and we don't even know what's happening, because we don't even, so this is Trubisky's first breakout year. We don't know, maybe he's going to be, you know, good for one year, and then he turns out to go back to his rookie year. We'll mode. see. We have to see, and also Patrick Mahomes could be one of those one-year wonders. I'm just uh, I don't really think so. Uh-uh. He's got that cannon of an arm. He's got, he's just. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think Zion's a bust, just on a different note. Zion Williams. Well, hold on. Do you mean bust by he's not going to be good, or do you mean bust no, by he's I, not going to live up to the hype? I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right, because if, if he is not the next LeBron, people are going to call him a bust. No, 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 no. Let's let's let me finish here. Let me finish here. If right, my, that's my point. That's exactly my point. Is like if he's not if he is not a top five player of all time, people are going to view him as a bust. So yeah, he's going to be a bust in that regard. But I think he'll be a great player. Right. Oh, I think he'll be an all star. I think I think both him and Calamari will have those two two or three games or well for Zion's case because there's many more games. Zion will have like ten or fifteen games, Calamari will have like two or three this season, like please go off, like break out, like critique. But I think both Calamari and Zion Williams are both busts. I agree with Kyler. Murray's a bust. I think Dwayne Haskins uh and Daniel Jones will be the best two from that class. I actually Dwayne Haskins is my Offensive rookie of the year pick, and I think they improved. I don't understand why people have them being the worst team in the league. Who, Giants? Yeah, the Redskins. Oh, no, no, yeah, no way. The Redskins are not the worst team in the league. I understand, you know, injuries, they're not very lucky with that, but they're saying they don't have a quarterback, they don't have a wide receiver offense, but they do because wide receivers, they got Kevin Harmon out of I agree, no, I agree with Wex because I think they're going to be Terry better McLaurin, than Terry McLaurin, who was a receiver from Ohio State. And Terry McLaurin was really good in Ohio State, but who was the score record in Ohio State? Dwayne Askins, baby. Dwayne Askins. There you go. So, yeah, there we go. So, um, yeah, and then they got a tight end. Jordan Reed can stay healthy. Mm. Jordan Reed's not going to stay healthy. I wouldn't bet on that. When he stays healthy, he's a top five. Yeah, it's not 2015, Michael. It's not 2015. When he's healthy. If he's healthy, we haven't seen it because this could be a turnaround year for the Redskins. I have the Redskins going, uh, I think it was 11 and 5. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 11 and 5? I think they're going to be better than what people think, but they're not going to be that good. They're going to be like, well, I mean better than people think. I mean like 6 and 10, 7 and 9. I have the Falcons going 6 and 10. Hmm. We'll get to that in a second, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Washington at 11 and 5. Yeah. Should I tell you about your like, rankings, like just top 16 for Eagles? Uh, yeah. After that, we might need to wrap this up because we're at 48 okay. minutes. That's fine. Okay, so first we got the Chargers at 14 and 2 in the AFC. Then the Patriots. I'm going to go AFC and NFC. Patriots at 12 and 4. Then the Ravens at 11 and 5. Titans at 10 and 6. I have the Titans taking the AFC South this year. Wow. Uh, Browns at 11-5, the first wild card, and then Chiefs 10-6, the second wild card. 
Then I got the Bengals at eight and eight, Colts at eight and eight, Jets at eight and eight. So I don't think the Jets are going to be that bad. That's a lot of eight and eight teams, and there's one big one. The Colts at eight and eight. And then I have Jags at seven and nine, Texans at seven and nine, Bills at six, nine and one, Steelers at six and ten, Dolphins at five and eleven, uh, Broncos four, eleven and one. Oh, yeah, Buffalo and Denver tying. What? Was that Buffalo and Denver tying? Yeah, Buffalo and Denver tying. Wow. And then Oakland goes 4-12. And then in the NFC, one seed, one seed Saints, 15-1. and one. Two seed Packers, 14-2. Wow. Is there a comment on it? Packers, 14-2. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? My two seasons of Packers at 14 and 2. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I got them. I really like the Packers. I like Devontae Adams. I like Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like the Packers. We'll see. I, I disagree. I think your defense is good. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, I might change this with loss of my game because my opinion, the third best player on the team and the best defensive player. Oh, yeah. I might change some, but. Oh, I just wanted to play quickly for me. Rams at 13 and 3, Nebraska at 11 and 5, Seahawks at 10 and 6, Bears at 9 and 7, and Panthers at 7 and 9. Uh, Eagles at 6, 9 and 1, Cowboys wow. at 6 and 0 and 1. I have those two signs. Uh, Falcons at 6 and 10, Lions at 6 and 10, Bucks 5 and 11, Giants 5 and 11, Cardinals 4 and 12, 49ers 3 and 13, Vikings, Vikings at 3 and 13. All right. That's actually a perfect place to cut it off because the next episode. That's exactly what I'm doing is I'm going team by team, record by record. You're going to hear my award predictions, all of that. That's coming up on Saturday. So, Michael, I'm going to have to let you go. Okay, this, is not, this is not the last time. This was fun. We got to definitely do this again. Definitely. Also, when your podcast is up, I will be – I'm very excited. I won't be, I'm going to be on your podcast as soon as you watch that. Definitely. All right. See you, Michael. Okay. Thank you for having me. All right. See you, Mom. All right. Now, before we end this show – I kind of just mentioned it. The next episode coming this Saturday, I'm going to try and get it with Andrew Foreman. But if not, um, actually, I, I might say it for next Tuesday because on Saturday, you're going to get exactly what you just heard from Michael except my version, team by team, um, game by game, rankings. Um, I'm going to go through every team's records. You're going to get my award predictions, my playoff predictions, all of that coming up on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. To episode 8 of the other Berman show. Alright, this was fun. And as, and as soon as Michael's new podcast is up, I'll be sure to let you know what it is because him and Andrew working together is gonna be great. They're gonna they work well together. I'm excited for that. Be sure to follow Michael on Instagram at the next underscore Rich Eisen. Next at next underscore Rich Eisen. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at the other Berman show. Thank you for listening. We will see you on Saturday for episode nine of the Berman Show. Goodbye and go Ravens.